Welcome to the Men on Purpose podcast, featuring dynamic conversations with emerging and established visionary men on purpose. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the men on purpose who are committed, creative, courageous change makers, living their best, most fulfilling life possible. Now, here's the host of Men on Purpose, Ian Lobos. Welcome to another episode of the Men on Purpose podcast, where we celebrate men on purpose and provide our listeners with wisdom and immediately actionable steps to be more purposeful, powerful, and positive in their impact and their leadership on our planet. This is your host, Ian Lobos, and today we welcome my friend and very special guest, Matty A., Matt Aitchinson, to the show. I'm so excited to have Matt here. He's such an impressive dude. He's a millennial real estate investor, a wealth mentor, top-ranked podcaster, a philanthropist, among many other things. Graduated UC Santa Barbara, and he founded and participated in so many business ventures within the real estate, construction, financial, and online industries. He had a real estate team that sold over 500 units with over $250 million in sales in just four years. His real estate team was actually ranked in the Wall Street Journal's top 1,000 real estate teams nationwide two years in a row. And after buying his first investment property at age 22, Matt went on to found Volt Investment Properties, which is a real estate investment group located in Sacramento, California, that specializes in retail, multifamily, and hospitality assets. His company has purchased and rehabbed and sold over 200 properties, and in addition, to Matt building his own passive income portfolio comprised of single family homes, multi-units, commercial retail centers, and now even a hotel in Lake Tahoe. When he's not spending time with his beautiful wife and two daughters, Matt is passionate about working with charities like One Life Fully Lived and Front Row Foundation, in addition to many other organizations around the world. Matt is a passionate dude. He's humble, he's kind, and he's a powerhouse. And he loves helping others grow their wealth and scale their passive income through real estate investments while living an intentional life in all areas. So Matt, man, it is my pleasure to have you here. Welcome to the show. My brother, thank you for having me. Excited <laughs> to be here. All right, so that's a hell of an intro, man. You got a, you got a, you got a good track record. You're 32 years old. And so what I just described and the reason why I read all of that was because most people would think that's a lifetime of accomplishments, right? But it's not. It's a 10-year stretch for you, and you're only 32. So, one, congrats. And two, (laughs) (laughs) Matt and I met at a high-level mastermind four years ago. And, you know, I just, I thought Matt was just fascinating. He was up on stage. He was doing cool stuff. I mean, the guy lives what he preaches. And what I love is that he takes care of the priorities, and he is prioritized. That family comes first. But you also are, you're a fitness model, right? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. My wife might say that. Actually, probably not as well. Just kidding. You're just kidding. No, you, you keep yourself in great shape. Like You do great for this planet. You do great for, for, for people that you mentor. I mean, you're just a, you're a good all around dude. And I, I wanted you to come on to share your journey with the audience for anybody listening that is just starting out and you just need to take action and get started with that first step or somebody that's on like level three and you want to go to level six. We're going to talk about that today. So let's just kick this thing off. Just tell us a little bit more about your story. Like I want to know 
how have you been able to accomplish so much stuff in, in your short 10 years, let's say, of, of doing this stuff? You know, it's, it's interesting when you get asked this question more and more being on podcasts, right? Asking this question to other people on my podcast, it makes you think more and more and your kind of clarity and answer evolves to that. And I think for me, when I pinpoint kind of the different spectrums of life that I've been on, I've hit rock bottom a few times at somewhat of a young age. And therefore I had some experiences that gave me some insights and wisdoms as to who I am and what I was made of and what I believe in and what I don't believe in. And, you know, uh, to make a long story short, I was expelled from high school. I was arrested in college. I was ultimately, you know, saying that I wanted to be successful and do a lot of the things that I am now doing today, but my audio wasn't matching my video back then, right? I was not congruent with what I was saying I wanted to be and achieve. And ultimately, you know, when I was kind of hanging around the wrong people, doing the wrong things, I became kind of a product of those conversations, that environment, those things that we were surrounding ourselves with. And that led me to getting those types of results. And my, what I call my oh shit moment was when I was arrested and I was actually facing felony charges and the right severity of like, you're a big boy now. There's yeah. real consequences to your <laughs> your life's decisions. I remember kind of praying and just going, man, if I ever get this second chance, I'm going to be in alignment with who I am and what I believe in and what my kind of moral code is, right? What my core values deep down inside are. And I'm going to be relentless in pursuing who that person is and how I can right unlock that life. And that was in 2009, 2009. And I got that opportunity. You know, the charges had actually been dropped. And I remember going, man, you know, I am, this was my fork in the road moment in life. And I'm willing to put in the work. That's one thing about me. I've never been afraid of putting in the work. I have never been the fastest, never been the smartest, never been the strongest, but I'm really good at surrounding myself with the people who are modeling after them, you know, putting the, the Mattie Uh, flavor to it, right? And kind of making it what I believe in and what I want to do with it. And and just getting in and grinding relentlessly grit every single day. And when you hit those rock bottoms too, you learn who you are and what you're made of and you get some context to to life, right? And it made me so much more grateful for the opportunities, for the things that I was now kind of pursuing moving forward, right? And that led me to obviously finding my first mentor who really kind of shaped my thoughts, my beliefs, my habits. And then I met other mentors along the way that were kind of stepping stones to unlocking different pieces of who I am and what I was capable of. And, you know, just pairing that consistent action. I was one of the best quotes I heard when I was young was, you have to be dumb enough to believe and smart enough to execute. And I was dumb enough to just believe in myself and say, you know, I'm going to bet on myself. I've been through this. I've been through that. You know, I've had people in my family die tragically. I've had, you know, myself get expelled from high school. I've faced this, you know, actual like life changing. You're going to go to jail. And when you go through those places in your mind and the fear that is kind of uncovered in all of that, and you go through those fires and you look back and go, I'm whole, right? I'm, I'm still breathing. My heart's still beating. I got blood going through my veins. Like I'm, I'm blessed. I'm grateful. And I wanted to make the most out of that. Right. And just unlock 
my ultimate potential. So that's what I've been pursuing the last, you know, 10 years. And that's obviously been paired with business. It's also been paired with becoming a father and a husband, you know, being a better community member, just a better steward of wealth and finances and, you know, mentorship myself. So uh, it's been a wild journey and I'm a student of life. I'm always looking for my next teacher. I'm just like the people that are listening on this podcast, right? Always learning, always growing and trying to figure out how to, like you said earlier in the show, get to that next level. Yeah, dude. So many things came up that I want to dig into because I know, you know, I don't think like, you know, out of the thousands of downloads that we have on each episode, I always feel like there's, and you probably, you and I have actually talked about this. There's like that one, maybe two people who it's designed for that day in that moment, they were right there and they're, and they're, they're direct alignment with what the guest is saying. So I want to go back for a second and, you know, how did you not lose faith in yourself? I mean, do getting expelled from high school, that's in our society, that's not, that's not simple, right? That's not like, ah, well, that sucks. Okay. You know, how did you keep the mental courage and toughness and clarity to know to keep moving forward? Because I know there's a lot of people out there that have had some really tough shit happen in their lives and it buries them mentally. You know, their mindset just gets shut down. So what did you do? How did you, how did you get through that? I mean, especially the high school and the college situation. And then I'm going to ask you about it afterwards, but how did you get through that? Yeah. One, you said the word earlier, faith. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up with faith in my life and I steered away from that at certain times in my life. Right. <laughs> and I always kind of found a home and, and, and peace and, and direction and kind of that as my North star and my foundation. Right. So faith, number one, number two was thank God for having a few key people in my life that when I did steer off course, I had kind of the, what well, I would use the analogy of bumpers on the bowling alley lane to make sure that I wasn't completely going in the gutter and staying there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that was very, very important at that time to, to have people around you. And that's why it's so important to have a great inner circle and kind of community around you is, when I didn't believe in myself, when I didn't know what to do, I had people who breathed belief into me and, yeah. and gifted that to me in those times that you want to give up, right? And the other option is, is, you know, when you look at it from a, just a pure practicality standpoint, right? And the raw truth of the situation is there's no other option but to keep going. There's <laughs> right. no other option. If I truly believe that I deserve more in life and want to achieve more in life and I'm capable of more in life and I was put on earth to make a difference and an impact, if I believe that just one tiny little thread, right? And if you've ever believed that in your own mind and then you come up with 20 things after that as to why you're not that person, right? right. That one little belief is all you need, that little spark to always know that you can always go back to betting on yourself and know that you're capable of doing this no matter what you're up against. And there's no other choice, no, right? Yeah, you don't want to, no, yeah. you don't want to lay down. So for me, it was, you know, having a few of those key mentors and key role models in my life, right? Which was very important. Keep me course correcting as well as just that unwavering belief in myself. And that's just something that I would encourage everybody to subconsciously deep down inside their mind, their body, their spirit to believe that no matter what, no matter what you're going up against, because that's something that at the end of the day, all you have is yourself, right? Of course, we have a lot of the physical things around us, but ultimately deep down inside, all we have is ourselves. So you've got to bet on yourself, no matter what shit you're going through, that you're capable 
of overcoming and learning and growing. And every time I've gone through where I feel like life is caving in on me, you know, when you get through it, you become a little bit more weaponized, a little bit more dangerous. You look back and ultimately that fear, that overwhelming anxiety or, you know, doubt or uncertainty as you go through it becomes confidence. Like that fear when you overcome those things goes, holy shit, okay, I am capable. Yeah, I can do these things, right? And as you do more of that in life, you start to realize that no matter what gets put in front of you, as shitty as it may be when you're going through it in the moment, that you're going to find a way to make it through. And that's all you can do is just one little, and especially like right now in coronavirus, right? Like when this shit happened, I was like, holy fuck, I'm, my, my business is going to implode. My life is going up. We're all going to die. Like, right. We all go there and that's yeah. just natural. But for me, it was going, I can just control what I can control, which is my mind and my right. body and my spirit. Right. And those are the main things that every day I have 100% control and autonomy over. And I can control what I think and I can control what actions I do or don't take. And I'm going to bet on myself to figure this game of life out. And I might get beat the hell up. And, you know, if I were to take off my, my shirt, right, in the, you know, metaphorical scars of life, we all have those. We're all scarred and beat up and, you know, have those challenges, right? And ultimately, we find a way to keep going. And that's all you can ultimately hold on to at the end of the day. That's right. Did you mention something? And I want to just reiterate it. Like, even if nobody sees it for you, you've got to see it for yourself. So regardless of what people think about you, or think you're capable of, there's a there's a really good mixture of that just like Matt was saying, just a fraction more, believe just a fraction more than not, right? And that way, when someone else on the other half of that, to find someone else that does believe in you, at least you bring to the table something of your own that can be, that can be worked with, so to speak, right? And there's a lot of people out there, like there's a ton of people out there. You know, after the break, we're going to talk about action and, and how people can get, can get rolling with things. But like you talked a lot about mentors and, you know, what were you doing? What were you doing? When you were going through that tougher stuff way back when, were you um, doing courses? Were you doing self-help? Like, I want to I wanna just tap on it a little bit right now. And also, we definitely need to tap on the mentorship and that power of the of a group or the group of friends. Actually, you know what? Before we do that, let's just tap on that real quick. There are people out there that, that in that middle ground mentally where they say, I know I've got to make changes, right? I know I've got to make shifts. I'm hanging out with the wrong crew but I'm afraid to leave them because I don't want to be alone. Like, what do you say to somebody that's like, they know they need to change their circle and they're scared, right? They're scared. They've been friends with these people for a long time. They don't want to be judged, but they know for their life to be what they want it to be. They got to go. For me, that was probably right. One of the, the hardest things is the people yeah. you're doing all the stuff with right in life right now, but you're not where you want to be. Well, there's definitely some DNA on those individuals bleeding into your life, right? Yeah. We grow into the conversations around us. When I was smoking weed, you know, when I was drinking, when I was fighting, when I was doing all kinds of stuff that ultimately was not getting me the results I wanted in life. Right. Of course, you got to 100% take extreme ownership. That's, that's start number one is you control your own life and it's nobody else's fault. And at the same time, I was also right? Growing into those conversations, growing into those environments, growing into those situations. And that was a really challenging thing to 
break away from those things, right? If you're hanging around people that are gossipy or negative or play yeah. the victim card all the time or do a lot of the things that we know don't produce positive outcomes and results in your life, well, you're probably going to become the 10th person. Same thing. When I started hanging around nine other, not only financially stable millionaires and very wealthy people, but people that lived like millionaires in all areas of their life as husbands, as fathers, right? As business owners, community members, I ultimately started to adopt those same mentalities and principles and ways of living and habits, right? And so I ultimately led myself down the path of unlocking some of those kind of outcomes. And I think that it's really hard for people to go, man, what if that's your mom or your dad or your yeah, best dude. friend for the last decade, right? I can't just tell that person I don't tolerate this anymore. I'm not going <laughs> to hang out with you anymore or whatever it is, right? And I say, you know what? Sometimes the answer is no, actually, that is what you have to do right. to be completely honest, right? Like the cause and the effect, whatever the root is, you have to find a way to kill that or right, remove it in a way that is aligned with what you're trying to accomplish. And if it is mom or it is a brother, it is a dad, ultimately for you, right? Not only do you owe it to yourself, but you also unlock leadership through having these kinds of tough conversations. Really, really critical. I want to highlight this for a quick second. You calling somebody up to a higher level of living because you won't accept it of you know what they do or you don't want to participate in anymore you don't necessarily need to call them out and try and change them but what you can do is lead by example right and then invite them along call them up to living this way with you right and if they do that i can't tell you how many of the people i used to get into some shit with right <laughs> that now say maddie like you've changed my life thank you for being like the one guy that went out and was you know successful or took a stand for this or did something different and that for me, I was a catalyst of saying like, hey, I love you, brother. And I just can't come over and drink beers and smoke with you and watch football for three days on end, right? Like, I want to go and do this in my life. Or hey, you know, mom or dad, like, you're so negative. You don't believe in me. And, you know, obviously, there's conversations you can have a little bit better. Totally, but it's totally. one of those things where, right, you're saying, I want this for my life. And I'm clear on moving forward and getting that. And I just don't want to participate in these kinds of things anymore and know that I love you. I will respect you and we will always find time to right connect. And I'm going down this path. And if you want to come with me, I got a spot in the front seat with you. And if you don't, that's okay. But I just want you to know why I may not be coming around as much or why I may not be doing X, Y, and Z with you anymore because I'm really focused on accomplishing this. I have to do this for myself, right? And the people that love you and truly at the deep down, you know, heart centered uh, space of like, really love you. We'll say, I got you. Got you. I, I respect that. Like, yep. okay, I, I got that. Right. And as you go down that path, I can't tell you, I've always looked at it like the barrel of monkeys. Like I'm not just being like, peace. I'll see you guys later. It's always <laughs> the barrel of monkeys. Right. If you guys can see that analogy, there's always one arm up and one arm down. So I'm always going, man, how do I get to that next level? How do I accelerate getting to where I want to go? And Anybody that wants to rock with me, like, hey, how do I bring you with me too? Because that's really, really important to me is like the true definition of a leader is not to tell people what to do. It's for you to go out and model it and show right. it 
right? And through that action, you're going to collect the right people in your wake that are going, man, I want that too. Or I believe in that too. Or I want to be a part of that too. And then, right, there's this alignment and there's this compound effect, but it's a really hard thing. But once it's done, you go, man, I should have done that a whole lot sooner, right? And and as as a quick practical thing of like, well, how do you start with that? Literally, when I got out of jail, I wrote down on a piece of paper, all of the positive people and all of the positive things and positive environments and positive activities that I had and was doing in my life. And then on the other side, I did all the negative. And what I realized was there was a whole lot of shit that was on the negative column. (laughs) And so I had to one through awareness go, all right, now that I'm aware on this and I'm clear of this, it's up to me to make the decision and take the action and execute on what I know I need to do in order to get more aligned with compounding what's in this positive column over here. And that took some time that took some, you know, face plants that took some getting kicked in the mouth a couple of times. Right. But as you go through that, you start to figure out like, okay, what is the recipe based on the feedback I'm getting in my life and the outcomes I'm getting do I need to keep doing more of and doing less of? And as you become a little bit more aware in your journey and purposeful in your journey, and you've kind of got both hands on the steering wheel of life, you're going to be that much more in tune with when you're out of your lane, when you're in your lane, when you're going, you know, pedal to the metal and it's effortless. And when you're like, you know, pedal to the metal, and you're barely putting along. So awareness is a big key of this journey, but a big part of that catalyst for me of creating that awareness was making a change in you know, who I was really surrounding myself with. And it, sometimes it gets a lot smaller before it's going to get bigger, right? Yes. And it doesn't even yeah. have to be bigger if you don't want it to be. No, dude, that is, yeah, it's like you, you said there's such great stuff in there. And that's right, man. When you decide to take this responsibility for your life, you now have a responsibility to reach a hand back and grab someone else too and, and be courageous and positive in clear that some people are not going to support you because they want to stay where they are and that's just fine and you're okay with that and you can let them go gracefully and respectfully look check it out we have got to take a quick break and i mean quick because matt's dropping some bombs here we're going to get right back so remember mentalpurposepodcast.com forward slash maddie a m-a-t-t-y letter a to find out all about matt and where to where to see his stuff and download his podcasts and whatever. Real quick, want to celebrate our downloads are up in the UK, Great Britain, England. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for downloading, reviewing, listening, and supporting this podcast, especially since my takeover. Everybody in the UK, thank you so much. First thing I want to know is you talked a lot about mentors, right? And I know that when I was I was, I was finding struggle. I was challenged. I was overwhelmed. I was all those crazy negative words. I didn't feel like I was worthy to have a very high level mentor. And I know that I've had a lot of my coaching students and a lot of people who reach out to me say, I don't feel like I can give you enough value to be my mentor. What do you say to somebody like that? And two, how do you find and justify your value to somebody who's just super high level that you align with right in the beginning? Like, how do you, how do you do that? And I know that again, there's a faith piece in there and there's a belief in yourself, but how do you put yourself in front of them? How do you get in those situations, get in those rooms? Well, I think first and foremost, 
when it comes to mentorship, right? Like one, you got to believe, right? If you don't believe, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to believe in you, right? right? In, in the moments of breaking the cold connection and making it warm, right? Like if your mommy and your daddy, right? If you don't believe in yourself, of course, they're still going to believe in you, right? Yeah. But yeah. with that being said, to get other people to believe in you, you know, to give you guys something that I kind of came up with this, thinking about this through some of the feedback I've gotten from my mentors of, why did you mentor me? Like, why, why I, I shouldn't be in this room with all of these people. I right. shouldn't be in this conversation. I shouldn't be at this opportunity. Like kind of the pinch me, like, why am I here? Kind of moments. Right. And as I started actually going, Hey, I want more feedback. Why am I here? And I started asking some of my mentors and people that I admired of like, thank you. Why did you allow me this opportunity? Almost in one way or another, you know, 10 different ways kind of thing. Everybody said, because we like you and we believe in you. We want to help you be successful, right? Yeah. And when I started kind of boiling it down, I was like, you know, I know for me, the people that I want to pour into, it's because I like them. Yeah. It's because I want to see them be successful too. And so I kind of boiled it down to this likability factor. Like what is the likability formula? How can you be, can somebody be more likable? Yes, you actually can. And what I've boiled it down to is number one, it starts with humility humility of just yes. being like, man, if I can stay humble, if I can check my ego at the door every day, if I can just swallow my pride and just come here to show up and learn and grow and act like I don't know anything, right? And I can, number two, bring as much value through my work ethic, through my listening, through my skill set, right? The things that I can control and by showing up in some form of confidence, right? Of going like, hey, I may not know anything, but I know that I can help add value to an area that you need, right? Some manpower or that you have a problem that I might be able to solve or I can just help create more time for you by taking this or that yes. off your plate, right? So humility plus value plus confidence makes people very, very likable, right? And that in itself, being a likable person will get you, at least from my own experiences, into conversations, opportunities, deals, right? Because you're a quote unquote likable person. And as you get in proximity to those kind of conversations, those kind of opportunities, those kind of people, right? You start to gather all of these tools on your tool belt and you go, man, like you look up over some time and you go, I actually got like a lot. I'm equipped. I'm kind yeah. of dangerous. I'm, and then you start becoming more and more confident as you go through more experiences, more conversations, more mentorship, right? And you go through life more when those opportunities come up that you need to pull a tool off your tool belt, you know exactly how to use it and deploy it, right? And so that's how I've ultimately just kind of gotten on different levels where through a likable person and working really hard and showing up consistently, hey, I got to connect you with this guy. Right. And yeah. then you start tapping into people's networks and their wisdom and their experiences and things that have taken them 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Right. And that's how mentorship kind of becomes this hack of getting to where you want to go in life and or business by being surrounded by people that can really shortcut your learning curve, that can really accelerate your results, that can help you avoid mistakes that they already made 10, 20, 30 years ago, right? right? That can connect you with the person that they know can change your life or help you with this business opportunity or problem. And so mentorship in my, if I were to say like, hey, how have you been successful in the last 10 years? I always go, it ain't me. It's literally been my mentors yeah. and the people that have ultimately come to work for me and help been a part of my team help me accelerate because that's the only way you get to where you want to go is through people and systems 
at a scale level, right? And obviously having the opportunity to just go and show up and grind every day yourself. But people go, well, how do I find my mentor? The number one thing that I say is, you know, when it comes to kind of like finding your mentors, number one, know what the right mentor is. What are your core values? What is the business model that you want to model after? Who has the team, the lifestyle, the industry, right? The belief system, the reputation that you want to have. Identify yeah. that first. Then you can figure out who actually matches and fits that description. Then, right, it's the ask. How do I get in proximity to this person? And oftentimes, it's just being consistent with adding value to them in connection. Through connection and not asking a thing, right? Then over time, you have some kind of warm rapport with them where you can start asking questions yeah. or you can say, Hey, you know, instead of, Hey, can I pick your brain and take you out to coffee? The question should be is, Hey, what does it take to earn, you know, five minutes of your time real quick? I have this opportunity or I have this challenge. If you've Great built question. up a little bit of rapport and added value to that person, absolutely. They're going to go, I like this guy. You know what? I'm, I'm going to get on a phone, phone call with him for 15 minutes. Right. Yep. And then you show up on that phone call the right way. All right. Bam. Like, I'm going to take an hour or I'm going to, you know, invite this guy to my event. I'm going to go to that event or whatever it may be. Right. But those people don't just come and say, Hey, let me mentor you, bud. Right. No, <laughs> it is. I got to go find these people. I got to be intentional. And as I've been intentional of finding who those people are strategically, right. And selfishly of like, Hey, I think I need this. I got a gap here. Let me find how to close that gap. Yeah. Right. And then once I kind of have that selfish, okay, I, I I'm going to, you know, I want to build a relationship with this person, but the intention is how do I add value to them? How do I really, right, bring all of me and the best of me to build an honest, ethical, right, strong relationship that I'm adding value to this person and in turn, right, giving other people what they want, you're going to get what you want, right, that, that famous Jim Rohn quote. So for me, that is, um, that's kind of been my formula. It hasn't been anything crazy. It's just no. been consistent over and over and over and over again. 10 years, you look up and you're like, damn, I got a lot of, a lot of good mentors, a lot of good relationships in my database. Yeah. Dude. And you know what? You, you mentioned something about, uh, show up and be confident in, in your skills, but you're talking about be, just be confident in your own word that you're going to show up and be confident in who you are in that moment and be confident that you're going to this person because you don't have the skills. So like that is, that's a, that's great advice because a lot of people feel that pull of like, I don't mean, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if I can get anything from this guy, but they're not giving and being confident in what they can give. And people will see through that. And I want to clarify one other thing you mentioned, be very clear about who you want to model. Don't just look for the flash. Don't just look for the lifestyle. Look for the values and the integrity and morals and ethics and the way that person runs their business, the what they put there out there on on social media, it all has the most to do. Important part. Yeah, yeah, dude, to, to, totally. All right, last question. We got a couple minutes left. Where can somebody go to find? Like, how does somebody get all this stuff mapped out? Is there like a planner they can use and hint? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would add. No. Yeah. Um, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So a, a couple of years back, I basically created the Rich Life Planner. It was something that was started out as an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. And then I was literally printing out the spreadsheet and going to Staples and cutting these spreadsheets out and gluing them into this planner every single week. And as I started doing more and more of this, of tracking goals and tracking my daily habits and, you know, tracking the things that I was reading and gratitude kind of all in one place with my schedule. I started getting more and more people that were like, 
do that. That's that's great. Like, that, yeah. Where do buy? Where where can I get one of those things? And so that's where the Rich Life Planner was um, was birthed, and we did I think over a hundred thousand sales on uh, on our Kickstarter a couple years back, and that kind of just launched it. And it was it was a little side passion project because let me preface this, guys. I am. Uh, not the most organized person, right? I'm moving really, really fast. And so one of my assistants uh, has always said like, you are somebody that moves so quickly, but as you move and you want everybody to move with you, you're often chucking bowling balls over your shoulder and expecting all of us to run around and catch them. When what I need you to do is find a way with a tool or a framework or a system that empowers you as we all want to run this marathon together and this relay together nice. to hand us off the baton accordingly so that we can, one, you can keep running and two, we can run with you instead of it being this, you know, chaotic environment. And so that's where my problem was. And ultimately the solution being the rich life planner. And so that's really given me the ability through this framework to just become more aware first and foremost of what is my sweet spot with my habits? What do I do in the mornings that really has me optimized for the day, mentally, physically, spiritually? Same thing, my evening routine. What does that look like? And how am I setting my next day up as well as finishing my day, right? And then, of course, tracking all my goals and having those broken down into milestones. Um, so it becomes very simple. I like things simple, right? So I can just get in and execute. I'm a workhorse. Right. I'm not a mad scientist. So with that being said, it kind of gave me that framework to operate within. And um, it's become a cool kind of a, I don't want to say a passive income stream, but an ancillary income stream to, yeah. my, to my brand. Um, and so many people love it and they get a ton of value from it. And they've said how it's changed their lives and kind of changed how they've right engaged with one, how they're setting their goals and two, how they're optimizing themselves through their habits to achieve those goals. So that's been really fun. Anybody can check that out. Uh, richlifestore.com, the richlifestore.com. We have our planners. We're uh, getting ready to finalize our 2021 design and we're launching a journal. Love it. Um, so it's been fun, dude. It's, it's been a passion project of mine. And it's cool to see that it's kind of taken off into something that a lot of other people get value from too. You know, and that wasn't a shameless plug. That, and that wasn't, that wasn't Matt trying to work it in. I, I love you asking I'm, that though. No problem, dude. <laughs> I, I love Matt's products. And by the way, like I'm a couple years older than Matt. However, I reached out to him for mentorship because I love his values. I love his, his trajectory, the way he runs his business, his social media presence. Like, so you just, you never know where your next mentor is going to come from. And it doesn't have to be a lifelong mentor. It could be somebody that right. you meet once, collect two pieces of data that help you move another step forward. You know, and, and I love, I love what you're doing with the rich life stuff. Tell everybody what rich life stands for. Uh, rich life it, for me, it was just rich and wealth, you know, means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And yeah. so I wanted to define it for myself really is where kind of the rich life brand came from. And for me, like life, the richest life I can live, the wealthiest life I can live is through the acronym of rich. What I came up with was R was if I have rich, abundant relationships, personal and professional, yep. I'm feeling very good about one main core pillar of my life. If I'm very intentional and have smart, intelligent investments in income opportunities in the I pillar, right? I'm going to be able to fund a lot of the things that I want for one, myself and my family, for other people, for other opportunities, causes, charities, right? As well as C, is you know more of the community and the contribution pillar and who am I surrounding myself with and what am I doing with those people and what kind of impact are we making? And then H is health, mental, physical, and spiritual. If I'm not 
optimized in those right. areas. I'm probably not going to show up as my best self anyways, my physical self and all of those other pillars. So we kind of created this framework, right? That in all of those areas and pillars, you can optimize yourself, your outcomes, and ultimately who you are as a human being and just keep 2.0 and 3.0 and 4.0 in yourself. And as you do that, right, you kind of unlock different levels of life and get to enjoy different levels of life too and who you become in that process. So that is what rich means to me, right? Being intentional and a quote unquote millionaire in all of those areas yeah. of my life, not just in my bank account. Love it. dude. That's our time. Grateful for you, brother. Oh, dude, back at you, bro. I love talking about <laughs> this stuff. It's so, it's so much fun. And, you know, it's always a good reminder for me too, right? Of like, you, you can never sharpen your ax enough. No. You can never stop learning. You can never stop growing. And the more I have these conversations, right, which you and I are both very fortunate to have them, yeah. you know, a couple times a week on our podcasts, it always gets me fired up. And when you find those things that get you fired up, right, and you actually see results and outcomes come because of that passion that gets, you know, ignited in those opportunities of conversation, I just want to have more of them. So thank you for having me on today. My pleasure, man. Thanks for supporting me over the years. Thanks for, dude, you're always there whenever I text you, whenever I, I hit you up, you're always there to support. Thanks for supporting the new podcast venture. And I look Proud forward you, to all crazy stuff we're going to do later on in life oh, together. Yeah. Remember everybody, mentalpurposepodcast.com. You can find anything you want. Remember it's forward slash Matty A. And then also in the show notes, you're going to find all of Matt's links to social media, his websites. The guy's a mogul. I mean, don't let him fool you. He's humble. He's the <laughs> <laughs> So I appreciate everybody listening. Thanks for downloading. Make sure you hit that uh, review and let us know what you think about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks again for listening to the Men on Purpose podcast, where our mission is to educate, elevate, and activate every man to truly live their best, most fulfilling life possible. To find out more about the podcast, our guests, or becoming a man on purpose, visit menonpurposepodcast.com and choose your most purposeful path forward.